Alright, welcome back to another episode of the AE Podcast Club. Today we're going to be discussing um, some fears, some irrational, some from trauma, and some just, I guess, passed down. I'm Jude. I'm Andrea. And I'm Brenda. Okay, so the first topic we have prepared today is about the future. Um, A lot of people have worries about what might happen or what may not happen, so I think this is a good topic to start with. Um, uh, I guess I'll go first. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in the mini school of um, Lord Bang, so I do media, and so obviously that's where I plan for my career to go. I'm going to try to get into film school, and I mean, if that doesn't work out, there's still other opportunities in the media world, Um, and there's also many other film schools. But there is that worry that, like, if I don't get into film school, where do I really go from there? Because media is my thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could move to LA, but then there's like millions of others just like me. Yeah, well, I can relate to that because I'm also going to the art industry, and it's very like you, you could either land a really big job or have no job and have to come back home. And I don't know how. Yeah, there's I would always feel that, that like stereotype of exactly. you know, artists don't make money. So you're going to STEM, right? So talk about your plans. Is STEM? What yeah. a biz. Business? Yeah. Oh, never mind. She's going to business. <laughs> I can't do STEM. <laughs> so she's going to business. So like. What, do you think your future is going to be stable, or do you have any fears? No, like, I'm only choosing business because, like, I'm not particularly good at any subjects. Mm-hmm. Like, especially STEM, I'm just, like, okay at everything. And, like, business school is, like, very, very competitive. Like, mm-hmm. more competitive than, like, other, like... It's survival of the fittest, really. Yeah, and, like, everyone gets, like, such good grades, so I'm just scared that I don't get into business school, and... And then, like, I just have to deal with a really bad major that I'm not really interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this first thing, this thing we're talking about is related to career, school. Is there anything else that's not related to that that you're afraid of? I mean, uh, what are you afraid Yeah, like, I'm just afraid of working so hard now and then, like, in not guaranteeing a good future, you know? Like, you still, like, end up homeless or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what I think about sometimes. I mean, we're, most of us are fortunate enough where we don't really have to worry about living on the streets. We'll always have our parents, and like, very, we're very thankful of that. I just get that fear because I don't really know where I want to go. And there's that uncertainty. Like, is it too late to like change my mind, or I'm not really sure. But as well as that, not just career. Like, maybe I'm kind of scared. Like, maybe I'll never get like a lasting relationship, or uh, like I don't know if I want kids, but maybe I won't, and I'll regret it. Okay, just so how many fears? Because I. Literally, I'm not looking for one, so I think it's like if you're not looking for anything right now, it probably won't be in your mind in the future, because like, yeah, basically that's what I think. I think the present worries are connected to the future problems. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, what about you? I'm not thinking that much about, like, I have a really optimistic view about like my relationship in the future, but like, obviously it's not always going to be like that, so there's fear that like, it doesn't go the way you want but mm-hmm. it, I don't think about it as much as like my academic academics so it's just like a side thought yeah yeah for sure yeah, it's about I, your priorities yeah I definitely have more of a pessimistic view <laughs> um, but I guess that's just like a part of me but uh, I, I think it'll work out I hope so okay what are some of your guys's irrational fears irrational fears um I used to be, like, really scared of needles, but, like, I don't know if that counts as irrational, because, you know, I guess they're kind of spiky, and... No, they're, like, objects, I don't think that counts. Okay. 
So, yeah, no, I used to be really scared of getting shot, so I, I, like, I always got through it, but, like, I, I really have to, like, build up to that, and I get a lot of anxiety and stress, and what really helped me work through that was, um, like, the COVID vaccines, just, like, since I had to get so many in such short, um, succession, I mean, it kind of, like, kind of, like, broke me down, but I also, like, proved to myself that, like, I wasn't scared, and I was able to do it. So, like, now I'm not really scared of them, I just go and get them done, it's whatever. Can you put your mic forward a little bit? Sure. What about you, Andrea? I don't have any irrational. I feel like all my fears are pretty rational and, like, common. Like, spiders were, like, just, like, really common fears. Irrational fears are, like, things that are not objects. Yeah, I don't have any of those. I mean, like... Worrying about, worrying about your career is also irrational, is it not? Is it? Wait, what's the difference between rational and irrational? Ra- I don't mean, like, like, not common fears. No, 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 I don't think that's what it is. Like... No, irrational means, like, you don't have any real reason to be scared of it. But, like, rational fear is a reaction about a real threat where we have to protect ourselves, and an irrational fear is something we fear even though there's no direct link. Oh, okay. Wait, so, what I said. No direct. Can I add one? Okay, I'm gonna add one to the. Are we at. Yeah. Okay. I have a fear of hair. Like, hair that's, like, detached from someone's head. Like, <laughs> like if I just see hair lying around, if it's in food, like, I can't. Yeah. Or, like, if it's, like, if I just touch hair, right? If, like, I hold hair, like, no. I... Huh. Oh, I have... It's kind of weird, but, like, sand. Like, at the beach, I'm, like, kind of fine with that. <laughs> but whatever it does to your nails, you know, like, what oh. sand does? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it gets under your nails and your, like, under your feet as well. It's just, like, oh, my God. Like, sand gets everywhere, and I hate that. Like, it's kind of like OCD. Like, I, I, like, mm. I have to, like, scrub myself, and it's just... I don't want to come in contact with it. Like, it... It just makes me feel sick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also have this thing. Like, when I'm at the orthodontist, because I have braces currently, um, when they put, like, a dry, like, tissue or something in my mouth, mm. I can't do that. My teeth are meant to be wet. Stop drying them. It makes me want to gag. Mm. <laughs> Can you guys relate to any of those? <laughs> or is it just me? Like, I, I get it's uncomfortable, but it's, like, it doesn't really, like... It's not really like a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like consider it as a fear. Uh, I want to know what what about hair makes you scared? Like, it's one thing. It's like being annoyed and being scared. Like that's different. But you're saying that you're, you're it's like a fear for you. So can you describe that? Like, what do you actually actually feel? But why is that funny? <laughs> it's just it's funny because you're too. <laughs> it's a silly fear. Um, so I actually like realized that I actually had a fear of hair the other day because I was working, and like. I kind of bent down to the ground to pick something up, and someone else's hair just was on. It wasn't just like one strand; it was a clump of someone's hair was in my hand, and I just like I, I couldn't. It was so gross. I just like it's just it, I don't know. It kind of like it scares me because like you don't know where it, it's from. Hmm. Like what if it was like these guys like. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt people have <laughs> down there. That's, that's a really big concern. But like you're in the washroom or something, maybe you have roommates and they're guys. I don't know, like theoretically maybe in the future. What if they just have like hair like you're like absolutely not? Like they just shave and like, it just comes and, up and grass. Yeah, and then they don't clean it up, but like I won't be able to clump, do that. Like the way you're describing it. No, but it just <laughs> it's just really disgusting and I like I can't. Um, our next topic is fear of open water. I have this like love-hate relationship with water. 
I think it's really cool mm -hmm. seeing some like really deep water or some huge waves, but it terrifies me. But I like the feeling of terror I get. I like I like watching videos of like just massive cargo ships just going against these huge waves because it's satisfying in a way that it scares me. Mm -hmm. It's like I guess like mental masochism or something. Yeah, I think I mean watching the waves or watching the ocean is very calming, but when you're physically in this mass body of water and you don't know what's underneath you, that just scares me so much. And the fact that we've only discovered five percent of the ocean is even scarier. I like I don't like being at sea and like looking down. That just doesn't do it for me. But like I don't know, like really deep puddles. I just think they're kind of cool. Yeah, they are. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Like it's not that much of a fear for me. Like if it's like shallow water, like just like at the beach, that's yeah. fine. But like I'm just scared. Like I wake up in the middle of like an ocean, and there's like no one, nothing, and then like the fear of like a wave just like engulfing you. It just it's just so scary. Yeah. Have you seen those pictures of like a like a um, like a big ocean with like one tiny person in the middle? That's so scary to think about. Like yeah. anything could just come towards you, and you, you no one could help you. And like I still kind of do, and it's kind of related to the ocean thing. When I was really young, I had this obsession with natural disasters. I would buy books, I'd watch movies, and my favorite was the tsunami. I just wanted to be in a tsunami. I wanted to see what it looked like with my own eyes. Yeah. I researched the um, the one in Japan in 2011, the Indian slash Indonesian. Um, I just researched all of them because I was just so obsessed and I just like find like compilations of like top five biggest waves ever recorded. And like if I see one on like my recommended YouTube, I'll probably click onto it because it's just, just the way that the ocean is, it's just so mysterious that like I'm intrigued by it. Like it's just kind of an obsession. Mm. Anything else you want to So individual fears. So let's get specific, like our own fears that we want to share. Uh, I I have one which is well I'm not really scared of it anymore, but before I was really scared of this crossing the road. I don't know that's really weird because like it's mostly for like little kids, but. Up until like last summer, I was so scared of crossing the road by myself. I think it's just awkward though. Like, no, I find yeah, it really that's the, that relates to it. It's it's such an awkward but like yeah. also a scary thing for me, and um, especially when there's like no red light and it's like one of those um, flashing lights and you just cross mm -hmm. with the the yeah on the road. And I was so scared of that. I was always waiting for other people to cross so I could cross with them. I would never <laughs> do it myself. But then one day I, was, I just told myself I was like, you can't like be like a 50 year old grandma and like keep doing that, right? You gotta like get over this fear. So then I just. I just like listen to music and pretend I'm like a runway or something. And I yeah. 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 I had like a similar one. When I was really young, I couldn't go into like an escalator without holding a parent's hand. I uh, thought it was so scary. I thought it like slip and fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it, I was maybe like 10 when I started getting on escalators by myself. Like I suddenly just remembered one, like just thought of an irrational fear, even though we're like over it. But like <laughs> I'm really, really scared of like raw meat like I can't oh, yeah. touch you it me about that did I yeah yeah I can't touch it at all like just like the consistency is just so gross wait like what about like salami and like sushi oh no that doesn't that's that's like, like uncooked red meat is that yeah like steak or something like or chicken or yeah one time I was trying to like cook it and I could not get myself to like touch the meat I had to like use a chopstick and stab and put it into the pan it's just so gross but you're okay with fish yeah, fish is fine. No, no, no. Fish, 
as long as I don't touch it, it's fine. Like, I can eat it. Like, I love sashimi, but if you were to ask me to, like, cook salmon and touch raw salmon, I wouldn't do it. It's I'm, just scary. I have this thing with salmon. It's, like, kind of like a, a cute little tragic tale from when I was in grade 3. But our grade 3 class raised um, salmon because, I mean, we live in the, the like, unceded territory so it was kind of like a part of like giving back we'd raise salmon until they were fries which is like basically right before they go out to sea and we'd release like um 50 to 100 of them each student get two of their own and we go on a field trip after these weeks and weeks of raising them and we release them into a stream because most salmons don't live past that stage so we're like helping the numbers and so by releasing them you know we're like giving back to the environment we've taken from um so we did our field trip it was grade three it was on a thursday the next day the teacher was gone so it was just a fun and games friday with a substitute and i was excited for that but then i realized when i went into class that day there was one baby salmon left in the tank so we had like left him we didn't realize and so like i put the little net in it he was still alive so by myself like eight-year-old me just uh, turned on all of this like bubbling equipment to the best of my knowledge i fed him and obviously the substitute teacher couldn't do anything about it because um, she didn't know anything about salmon. So I did everything I could and I just didn't really have fun that on that supposedly fun day because I was just trying to keep the salmon alive. I even called him JJ Jude Jr. Um, and so on the at the end of the day I left him with a uh, with a bunch of food because there was going to be that weekend and the teacher couldn't come in. So I left him with food and then on the Monday morning she said no he he died. So I just I don't. I, I don't eat salmon because of that. I have that, like, traumatizing moment. <laughs> mm. Like, no sushi, no sashimi? I, uh, well, I don't even really like the taste of, like, salmon in that way. Anyways, like, if I'm eating sushi, it's a dynamite roll. What if it's, like, tuna? Tuna? Well, tuna's not, like, salmon. It's a different fish. Yeah, but it's the same cost, the same texture and everything. Well, tuna's more, like, shredded. Like, salmon, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't like salmon. I never liked the taste in the first place, and it's kind of, like, my my like vow to mm. yeah to that. JJ <laughs> <laughs> okay so next is phobias I definitely tribophobia you have tribophobia it's really? so scary like the wolves yeah, yeah. the little dots together. it is so scary it's just like creeps me out so bad yeah. like oh my god I'm literally thinking about it right now like when I was in elementary school like people knew I had tribophobia and like people would just like cause they didn't and they would just like find photos of like holes and just show me, and I I get so scared. It just like gives me the creeps. That's so cruel, bro. I, I have megalophobia, which is fear of like just really huge objects. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing with the uh, the water. It's like the fear I like indulging in. I like going on subreddits and looking at pictures of these huge objects because that dread it gives me just is kind of something I don't get to experience otherwise. And I do the same with the ocean and tsunamis as well as with heights. I don't know if we're going to have to cover that later. But um, I do the same with the heights. I love being on tall buildings and looking down and just getting that little shiver. It's kind of weird. So it's like something you're scared of, but you also find pleasure in? Yeah. Like, okay. I, I'm scared of them because, like, it's natu- na- like natural reaction. But, like, it, it's like almost like a, like adrenaline junkies, people that, like, skydiving. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the human body doesn't like that. But they do. So I guess I just like the adrenaline I feel yeah. when I see these things that are scary to me. Mm-hmm. For me, I, um, I'm so scared of insects, but more specifically arachnophobia, which is fear of spiders. Like, I break down if I see a, like a, 
cockroach or like like some kind of fly in my room i just guess i just cannot stand it like if i know if i like it's at night and it's in on my window or something i cannot sleep yeah it just, it just bothers me so much yeah when they like you see it on the wall and the yeah. next second they're gone yeah. like i have to go yeah. sleep somewhere else yeah. i can't yeah. i was in the shower the other night and i was like out of the corner of my eye i saw movement on the floor because i was like like drying my eyes or something from like shampoo um and then I look, and it's a spider on the floor. But I'm in the shower. I can't do anything about it. So I see it crawl towards the bathroom door and leave. But then when I go to dry my eyes after the conditioner and start getting out, I see it crawl back in and then crawl out immediately. I never found where that spider went. And it was like oh, a weird my room. It was like a weird condensed little yeah. brown one. That guy looked freaky. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay, but I do have a, a bug horror story from when I was young. Uh, let's save that for later. So I... Um, Wait, we're talking about the insects. Yeah, right. no, no, no. Have you guys ever like showered and looked up and something on the ceiling? Have you ever? Oh, or yeah. just in the washroom or in your room, you I, look up and there's like a black thing on the ceiling. Have you, does that ever happen to you? I've no, seen. not in the shower. Like, do you well, mean not, like an actual bug or just something you think is? No, like a bug. Like not maybe not in the shower, I mean, washroom. Yeah, well, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. I'm no, like, I oh, was, like, I need to get out of here. Like, I was showering yeah. once and there's just like a microscopic spider just watching me shower. Yeah. I like it wasn't creepy because it was like a cute little guy and I like I like spiders I like tarantulas especially like yeah. I'm probably gonna have a pet tarantula when I'm older but I don't know the beefy not tarantula spiders they kind of they do kind of creep me out like recently I found that like I'm actually really like I thought spiders were my like biggest fear like in terms of like insects mm-hmm. but actually it's, they're like centipedes like, oh, I've been seeing so many videos of them recently, yeah. and it just scares me so no, that bad. That is actually, like, if you see, like, a little... Like, I know, like, 20... Floor, like, yeah, they have, like, 20 legs, and yeah. then, like, when they move, like, every single one moves in sync. As beautiful as Australia so is, and I'd love to live there for, uh, go abroad someday. I could never... I could never. I could never like, step foot into that country. How do you have, like, a three-foot spider on the wall? And, and they're huge! You're not, like, like small! You have, like, a snake coming out of the toilet, like in the water coming out of the toilet while you're maybe like taking a shit like what no i saw the video of something down there. of like a family of snakes like coming down the ceiling like they mm-hmm. broke the ceiling and like yeah, bam, i saw the snake just falls down i know it was in brazil and they were pulling a snake from a bathroom ceiling yeah and this snake was about as wide as a person was yeah, wide. yeah. and this thing Australia is scary. It's like, like another meters, i know meters <laughs> this thing was massive you eat like three children and not feel anything like that just oh. Oh, my sister's like really scared of spiders though and so if there's a spider spot in the house what she usually does is put on slippers because we don't wear shoes in the house so she can like at least be a little above the floor level are you sure you're white <laughs> what? sorry i don't know what that is sorry, okay, continue. 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 oh she's like and then she puts on like a bathrobe and she puts on like a hat and like um like an eye mask and like gets a swatter she doesn't kill the bugs because she's too scared to get close to it but like she gets full armor on but that's what I do when I'm cooking, like, with oil. Because I'm scared it's going to, like... I mean, as we're cover every bit of me. We don't really use oil in our kitchen, I guess, because we're white. But we, we just kind of use, like, the spray-on thing to the pan so it doesn't stick. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't really cook too much. Just, like, simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear my bug story? It's okay, great. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so when I was young, I had this picture frame that was about nine pictures of me being like a baby or something and it was kind of cute i had it hung up and i remember seeing like a bunch of small fruit flies on it and i was like oh fruit flies are so annoying i know but it was just creepy just the amount that were kind of on it and i was like what so i checked around and eventually i got really creeped out and scared so came on i'm like seven and i go up to my parents and i'm like 
hey, there's a bunch of fruit flies, and they're on my pictures, and I don't like that. And so my dad comes down, and he, like, pulls my bed from the wall. On the floor, there was a banana peel that had somehow slid down there, and a grape, and there was just a swarm of no, bugs just no, having a field day. It was under my bed. I can't imagine. How did you not notice before? Like I don't know. I'm not, like, I was, like, really young as well, so it's, like, it's not like I'm keen to, like, see things. I don't know. Uh, we're not in the same house. This was like two houses ago. We've moved around a bit, but oh my God. so luckily we don't live there anymore. Oh. But surprisingly, I slept in the room that night. <laughs> I could uh, move on. Okay. Um. So where do your fears develop from? Um. Like, what do you guys think? Like, obviously, there's no exact reason, but what, was it? what are your some of your theories? Needles. Um, because uh, I wasn't born in Vancouver. I wasn't born here. I moved here from Ireland, so obviously there's a... I was... Yeah, go. Okay. There's, I was about four or five, but there's a round of, like, injections I needed to get because um, different, like, immunization laws and whatever, and so I had to catch up on, like, a good amount. And so I remember being really young and going into the clinic and my parents told me I was ha- had to get a jab and I'd get really nervous because needles are scary, especially to a kid. Um, and so I get really panicked and I'd like start hyperventilating and have full on panic attacks and I'd like start running away and I was so scared that like I honestly have like, I wouldn't call it like PTSD, but I have like so much just stress and trauma from those experiences left over that it all got pent up until I was maybe 12 or 13 where it all came out. Mm. Yeah, the thing is though, when you were young, you didn't know the needles hurt until your parents told you. So I was like, you know, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. I was like, if I ever have kids and I like send them to a doctor, I'm not going to tell them it hurts. I'm going to tell them it feels good so then they get like gaslighted. <laughs> yeah. No, but when they actually like the needle actually like. Yeah, well then. No, 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 you just say, they, oh. Then okay. they associate pain with pleasure and they're like, oh yeah. Wait, no, then no, they'll just know to never massive. trust you ever again. No, 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 no you just. You're going to turn out to be psychopath. <laughs> no, you, you got to just tell, you got to, they, they're like, oh, that was hurt. And you'd be like, oh no, I just pinched you. And just like make them. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how that works. All right. Okay. Uh, um, how did your guys' fears form? I think I was just born with Maybe it. Maybe it's be like just one experience that changed your perspective or something. Maybe it's definitely just that. Anyways, um, I wanted to like talk about something totally unrelated to fear. So I was listening to a podcast. Um, they were talking about like just some random stuff. And uh, they asked two questions, and I wanted to hear your guys' opinion on them. So okay. I'm just going to share them. It has nothing to do with fears, though. Okay, so the first one is, uh, like, this person, the, the host I was talking was, like, their friend uh, went on a second date, and they were offered a million dollars to have, like, that guy's baby. So would you do it? So they're on the second date with someone. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, if you, like, have my child, like, I'll give you a million dollars. So, okay. And keep in mind, he's like 46 or something, 48, she's like 26. So and she offers him the money or he No, doesn't? he offers her the money. Okay. Well, it depends on if the kid's well-behaved. Like, if it was a good kid. No, well, kid. you don't know that. Because no, you, you have to, like, you, mother the child. Yeah, it's your child. It's like, if you... Wait, like, what do you mean? He like, says basically, like... Like, let's have let, intercourse. Let me... In- oh! Would you do it? Oh no! I thought you meant like the guy had a kid working and everything. Okay, I like I don't know. As of now, I'm definitely not ready. No, you're 26 right now. Like, but if I'm 26 and someone offered me a million dollars, if he's willing to give you a million dollars, I mean he's at least rich, right? 
Yeah, but and, like, he's he's coming near run. his, like, his age is coming and to an end. You could just, like, you know? No, but it's hard to find someone else when you no, I just have didn't. a kid. Okay, wait, stop. Why are you guys laughing, bro? What's so funny? funny. Why is it funny? Was, like, I'm like... You're saying that we're I said like I'm literally 15, I'm not ready for a kid and they No, die. you're 26, like pretend you're the girl. What? Jade has it in her mind, but... It was something funny and hilarious. Yeah, so like let's go around, like would you agree or no? I... I and want... he's willing to take care of a child, like it's like set, except the only thing that's holding you back is like it's the second day, you don't know this person. But like I... The second day! Thanks! Oh. You've gone out with them once and you're out the second time and I was offered you this. Yeah. I pretend you're the woman. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just pretending I'm a woman, or this yeah. is at least a woman in this situation yeah. offering me money. Yeah. Like, obviously, if I'm going on a second date, I'm attracted to them, but I don't want to like divorce later or like split up later and have this kid deal with it. And yeah. I, if I want kids, I want it to be with someone I think I can like stay with for like forever. And as well as that, I want to have kids when I'm like 30. I'm, 26 yeah, but like, okay, so 26, that's not that far from 30, and you're gonna be like well for the rest of your life. And the fact that you want a second date with this person does, means that they're not bad. Like, no, but it depends on like how desperate you are for money. What if you're like really rich yourself? You don't need that million dollars. It depends okay. on like, let, well, obviously, then you probably wouldn't go on the UB offering the money, but I'm just saying, like, you are being offered it's the like money. Good, right? It's like a moral dilemma. I don't think I would do it. You wouldn't? Okay, I personally. <laughs> what not? What about you, Jude? I don't think I would. I don't okay. think I would. Also, I don't... But what is holding you back from accepting the offer? Um, I don't... I wouldn't want a kid at that young. Okay. I, as well as that, I had someone's second date with this person. Yeah. And also, they're, like, twice my age. Yeah. Okay, you? Well, I just really need to find someone I like to... Yeah, but, like, you're, you're interested in this person. He's nice. Not they're the one. Yeah, you don't know if they're the one, but it comes with so many benefits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you said there are two questions. What's the other? Yeah. The second question is, um, so a girl is like, also, bro. The, okay. A girl is like pregnant, right? She's like twenty something. And when you know when you're pregnant, you can't drink alcohol. But before she was pregnant, she was this like party girl. Like she would go to clubs and like drink alcohol, right? That's like you know yeah. what she likes. But once you're pregnant, she stopped. She couldn't drink more alcohol, and um, so she's at home and she's already having FOMO because all her friends are out and she has to stay at home, right, with this, like, baby. And her, like, husband comes in the door with a bottle of, like, alcohol and she she starts, like, having a fit. So do you think her reaction was okay? I Having a fit? Yeah, like, she started getting mad at him, like, oh, like, you know I'm pregnant, I can't have alcohol, but you come in the door drinking alcohol, like, that's not I okay. I think they should have had, if they had a conversation beforehand and he disobeyed that, I think that's fair, but I feel like they should have set boundaries, because she's like, you know my lifestyle, and you drinking alcohol <laughs> yeah. in front of me is not going to make me feel better. Yeah. I'm already having FOMO with my friends. Yeah. But I feel like as well, she can still go out with her friends, because how far into the term is she? Well, well, when I'm you go out, you're obviously going to want to No, I'm not going to say, but like, she could be the designated driver for nine months and then they no you think a pregnant woman should be able to drive like that's not okay well like, I, i'm thinking she's only like a few months she's only getting her bump now well still i don't think so what if she has like a hormone kick and she's like driving <laughs> crazy you don't know what okay, well, okay. I, i'm not a woman so i don't know as much as you guys okay do. okay what about you andrew i don't like i think the man was in the wrong like, the man was in the wrong yeah I think if they had that conversation before, and also it's kind of just inconsiderate, but if he was finishing it from a night out, maybe he should have just stood outside the door and finished his Yeah, exactly. But if he bought it new, 
Unless it's Imagine like Imagine he was in the car driving just yeah. Like, I gotta finish this Maybe. before I go home. <laughs> he's like swerving on the road and he's like, oh wait, no. I need, the baby needs a dad. He just snaps back in. See what? Yeah. Down to cup of espresso. Yeah. I think... No, but like the dad, the fact that he's drinking at home already shows that he is not going out because he has a wife to take care of at home. So he, yeah. in, in his standpoint, he's like, I'm already coming home. Like, I, I'm missing out on liquor too. Like, I want to drink some at home, but like, you know, I know I, it's triggering you, but like, okay, I hello, what about me? It's not severely wrong what he did because maybe he went out and brought that so that when the baby's born, they have like- No, he was drinking it. it when he they, got okay. home. Maybe his supplier at work bought it for him as a gift. Yeah, That's but then he should have hide it because she she's gonna get pissed when she sees it. I think they should have a conversation because I don't, I'm not going to be opinionated on this. Yeah, okay, I don't have no, I, my, I don't think a, a conversation was needed because if you really consider it enough, you would know that she was going to get triggered. So why would you even do that in the first place? I, I don't have an opinion on this because we only have that chunk of the story. Like, I don't have anything else, right? Because with the previous question, we had a lot of information. This one, he just comes home with a bottle. <laughs> and then he just, like, we're, we're making like, theories. So, mm -hmm, yeah. In my opinion, it's kind of a dick move, but I don't think it was the worst thing in the world. So I yeah. feel like both of them were slightly in the wrong, but she's just trying to be a good mother, and he probably should have just yeah. mm -hmm. waited until she was out with the girls. Okay, let's go back. So that was a quick intermission. Back to one last topic. This one's going to be a heavy one to end off this episode. Are you guys afraid of death? Well, like, yeah, because, like, Okay, I'm just really afraid, like, fear of death, like, do you mean, like, natural? Like, are you like, scared that you're going to die any moment? Like, are you paranoid with that? Like, I'm not paranoid I'm not going to die at any moment. I'm, like, yeah. lucky enough to be in good health. I'm in a good place. But, obviously, that doesn't make my chances zero. But I'm just, I try not to think about that too much. But as well as that, I think the real question is, do you th if there's an afterlife, a lot of people... They're not scared, but if you don't believe or you have doubt, that can be where the real fear comes from, in my opinion. Like, just the eternal nothingness. But at the same time, you don't remember before you were born. But what really helped me through this was just reading a few Reddit stories about near-death experiences of people that have died and come back. And they say it's just like taking a perfect nap. You're just at peace. You feel happy. Everything is slowly mm -hmm. fading. And I, I feel like I could be content with that if I lived a good life. So I'm not scared of death. Okay, like, I'm not scared of death either if it was, like, a natural cause. Like, like the fear of death, like, when people ask me that question, I think of that as in, like, are you scared of death, like, to an extent where, like, like, you know, like, some people are, like, s suicidal, but, like, yeah. they don't want to, like... Do it because they're scared there's nothing after? No, they're scared because, like, they're scared of, like death like dying like the pain you know what i'm saying yeah but, if you're, but you're really no. at that point okay let's not talk that's a little yeah no this is good yeah but no i'm not scared of death you're not scared of death not like, that do much you, do you guys believe in life after death or what do you guys think? Hmm. i mean after reading like greek mythology as a kid i do kind of believe it <laughs> I, I was like I, i'm baptized I, i've been raised oh, as nice. a catholic but like i have doubts and i don't really consider myself I, I don't really consider myself a heavily religious person, but as well as that, um, group of scientists asked a gorilla what comes after death in sign languages, and he basically, I believe he said, like, dark, ditch, 
whole black. So you're in the ground. So I basically what I think he was referring to that all gorillas knew that it was just kind of nothingness after. But maybe the thought of religion throughout life is enough for you to be able to imagine your eternity as you slip away. Mm. Okay. So on that note, we'll like let our listeners think about that question. Yeah, you guys let us know. Yeah. Um, we have an Instagram, you can comment on there. Website's up, uh, I don't know if we have a place for blogs, but you can definitely submit um, episode yeah. topics if you yeah. want to. Yeah, um, so does anyone want to do the outro? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, um, thanks for listening, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did making it. Um, try to stay not scared. I think living life happily yeah. and optimistically is probably the best way to go about it. Yeah. But. Yeah, uh, let us know your fears and Yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.